0: I don't know what you've been doing for the past two years, but I've been recording my life. In the middle was a great big adventure, which threatened to turn sour a couple of times. I began recording back in May 2016, when I was 22. So I'm in an insomnia. I've actually never been here before. I've been out of college nearly a year, I'm in Dublin, away from my home in Wexford. Actually, actually, I'm very nervous. I'm in a cafe and not doing so well. but a really day. I'd been working in TV. It's Battle Royale here this week as the contestants prepare themselves for another... I was a reporter on the Irish edition of the singing competition, yes, The Voice, and I thought I was pretty good. So the stakes are higher, the chicken isn't cooked... But not many other people shared my high opinion of myself. Also, I was running a successful comedy club, oh, is he no, not anymore. <laughs> but that wasn't a full-time job. It's time, I thought, to get
1: out—not
0: just of Dublin or of Wexford, but of Ireland, U- USA. I found out that I could go to the USA on a one-year graduate visa. Now it's not emigrating; it's only for a year. But it's worth a gamble. Let's do it. I had been working four different jobs and was going to put all my savings on this chance. Of course, how much of a chance it was, I wouldn't find out until later. Besides, emigrating to the US is a natural decision for me. It's in my DNA. Not just as an Irish person, but as an Atkinson. My mother and father both had experience of living in America. In fact... My paternal grandparents up and left Ireland in the miserable 50s. So, my dad actually grew up on the streets of Brooklyn. The street that we lived on was made up of Italians, Polish, Irish, some Scottish. But you always remember at lunchtime hearing the Italian mothers calling their children in for lunch. You could hear them and they would stand on the
2: front doorstep. and
3: Johnny! Tony! Of pie,
4: Daddy, up to you. Then there was my mum. New York, New York. Say so the Baghdad or New York. Or the missions. She
0: was a nurse in the Midlands and she left for the States in the 1970s. Back when there was no such thing as Homeland Security or long waits for visas.
4: I already had two friends working over there. They had a nice little apartment, got, knew I was coming out and the next thing realised that they needed the balance for the rent and rang me on about a Sunday and said, Doreen, you need to come out (laughs) next Wednesday. I said, what? (laughs) Suddenly I had to sell a car, buy a case, get a ticket, say goodbye to my parents, la-la-la-la, all up in two days. But I did it. I saw you.
0: My parents both returned to Ireland, where they had my sister, my brother, and I. Back in the summer of 2016, my sister and brother lived elsewhere in the world, but had both already been to the US, both on the infamous J1. All very exciting. But for my brother James...
2: Hello, Jim. Hi, Dave. Hey. It wasn't. I went over to San Diego with with no real plan, and I, I ended up working for Greenpeace, doing like charity street fundraising which is possibly the most soul-destroying work one can try to do. At one point during my work, I was on the street and I had been rejected for the 15th time that morning and I looked at a homeless man singing and I was a little bit jealous and strongly considering singing as a job.
0: James came home after just six weeks in San Diego with no money and possessing a keen interest in the homelessness crisis in California. This was my first warning sign about the risks of emigrating to the US. Of course, it would be a warning I would take my own sweet time in heeding. I didn't care. There was nothing that was going to get in my way of getting to America. Nothing. And no one.
3: Me and Anne and Jenny and Jan and Morris and Doris and Dan.
0: That's a good ride. Who am I kidding? There was someone. How are you? Deirdre, my girlfriend. How are you? Sad. Why? Because I'm going.
3: But it's exciting.
0: She was staying back in Ireland.
3: It's a mixture of emotions.
0: And while she was fully behind me going to the States, I wasn't fully behind me going.
3: No, it's just scary now because you don't know what it's going to be like. But as soon as you see what it's like, you'll like it and then...
0: My head may have been all pepped up about the great epic I was about to embark on But my poor little heart was not so (laughs) gung-ho I told myself, we could make it work We've been going out for a year and a half That's basically a lifetime Of course we can last an extremely long distance Did you get tanned? No (laughs) No Got a good feeling And nobody can take it away yeah. Can't rain on me, Anyway, sunshine. I was a graduate Not a flighty student on a summer jaunt I didn't intend on going on a student J1 visa for 12 weeks I was going on a graduate visa for 12 months It sounds grand, 12 months, one whole year But it should be called the 12 months and counting visa because from the moment your wheelie bag touches US soil, the countdown begins and your life in the land of opportunity starts. But the opportunity actually begins before you even leave Ireland and everyone is in on that opportunity. Here's how it works. You pay €2,000 to a sponsor to get the opportunity to be interviewed in the American Embassy in Dublin. Now, if that goes well, you then get the opportunity to spend just 90 days in the U.S. trying to get an internship. The internship has to be in the area you studied. In my case, TV. I know, right? A really accessible industry when you're a nobody. If you do get the internship, you then have the opportunity to stay on for another nine months. If, however, you fail at any hurdle along the way, you're back home with a heavy heart and a much lighter wallet. Whew. God, I'm sure Christopher Columbus on his maiden voyage to the West Indies wasn't thinking, how up-to-date should my LinkedIn account really be for these guys? Anyway, with the piggy bank successfully raided, I paid the two grand to the sponsor and got an appointment at the US Embassy in Dublin. One, two, one. Two. So it's the end of June 2016. One. I'm in my bedroom, suit laid out on the bed and a small forest of paper in a folder beside it. I, I... I'm not going to lie, I'd have a lot of stuff. For this embassy appointment to be successful, you need a passport, an appointment confirmation letter, a copy of your degree, a DS-2019 document, an SEVIS receipt, 160 confirmation page, a bank statement saying that you have at least $2,000 in your bank account in the last 90 days, a letter from a potential employer saying that they would hire you when you return to Ireland in 12 months' time, two 2-inch photographs, and an insurance cert. And the interview? How long does the interview take? About as long as it took me to explain what I needed for it. I'm outside the embassy now, in a suit, with a folder under my arm. Okay, I just turned on my phone there again now, uh, leaving the embassy. I had to turn it off for security purposes, sir. Yeah, yeah, David, shut up. What I forgot to mention in this very poor audio diary was that I actually got the visa approved. Uh, they took my passport and they're going to post it back out to me. I think uh, people kind of build up. There's so much security around uh, going into the embassy and stuff, and and so much paperwork to fill in. Once you get in there, though, just, they just just want to know that you're you're insured and everything, and you have enough money to mind yourself when you're over there. And so, very straightforward. Then it's back home to Wexford to tell my parents that it's official. I'm going. My mum's reaction was, well. Very, ma'am.
4: <laughs> <laughs> New York. Would you come with me? I Yeah, I'd love... But you see, there again, yeah, I'd love to be going with you. Like bringing you to school for the first day. Or, But, you know, maybe it'd be better to go on your own. Maybe that's the learning curve again. Hmm. Really and truly, Dave. It's, the, it's when you land there with your bag and she oh my God, this is it. This is me. Here I am. I'll never forget my first Sunday. I arrived maybe Wednesday, Thursday, and my good friend was Phil. So she was at work. And this Sunday, I remember walking around, but I was so sad. I was so lonely in my heart and I couldn't, couldn't say it. So that's, you
3: get that feeling. Mm. You know, you're taking a turn in your path and it's something that you'll always be grateful for I think and
0: that's Deirdre my girlfriend
3: even though like we're all going to miss you loads um, we're like I'm really proud that you're doing it and I think it'll always stand to you and it just shows that you're ambitious and you know it's handy for me because I have someone to visit you know, in New York <laughs> but um, no it's great and it's going to be such a good year for me
0: So now that I have the visa approved, where to go in the States? I pick New York because of the opportunity for TV work. Opportunity, there's that word again. Then, of course, I need somewhere to stay when I go to New York. So I do just what my mother did 40 years ago when she made the same trip. I got in touch with friends. I find out the two of my close college friends are looking for somewhere in the city too. For the month of July 2016, we get on the trail looking for an apartment. We eventually find somewhere in Brooklyn, just across the river from Manhattan. It's very cool, trendy and hip. But it's a year-long lease, complete with deposit and first month's rent. Yikes. It looks like I'll be taking my second big financial gamble in America before even getting to the country. Finally, September came. And so, as quickly as I had planned it, the day came to leave Ireland and head to New York. Holidays!
3: Holidays! Long
0: holidays. That's the best time, yeah, mind
5: percent. Yeah, and keep us updated to
0: yeah. everything. Yeah, I will then, see you! Bye! Yeah, <laughs> bye! Very well, very well. Three uh, something. Going to uh, JFK. Ladies and gentlemen, a very good morning from the flight next captain speaking, for your flight today to JFK. OK, I see the doors closing up around us now, we'll be on our way shortly. Sit back and enjoy. I was, like everyone else going on a trip of this ilk, a ball of nerves and excitement. Had I made a mistake? Was this going to work out? Will I even last the first two weeks? Never mind a whole year. Fortunately, I had hashed out some possible scenarios with my brother James before boarding.
2: Okay, you land and you have already been discovered
5: (laughs) by the guy you were sitting beside on the flight. Yeah.
2: Okay? Yeah. And the minute he gets 3G on his phone, he makes a few calls and checks you into a five-star hotel, all expenses paid, and he says... Sleep a night, call me at nine o'clock tomorrow. We'll head to the studio.
0: <laughs> but James being James, and James being Irish, he's a lot more comfortable with seeing the potential for misery too.
2: You get food poisoning on the <laughs> fucking airplane food on the way over. You vomit your way through customs, end up on Ellis Island. Uh, and you end up on Joe.e, like, Irishman ends up in LSI <laughs> and then they basically just ship you back on like the following Tuesday <laughs> so you're like sitting in like Wexford General Hospital <laughs> and cursing our uh, uh... Thanks James well, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JFK airport while we taxi to the gate, please keep your seatbelt
0: fastened until okay. well, the captain whatever. has
1: turned off the
5: well, bus Take you care, thank bye, you, bye. Bye. See
3: you, bye. Bye.
0: Day one, the end of September, and the clock is ticking. I now have 90 days to get that internship. The deadline is the end of December. I have savings, which I reckon if I account for some heavy budgeting will last until February. So I need to start making money and getting interviews fast. a job in America, if you've ever seen the movie Brooklyn, sounds fine.
5: Tony
3: tells me you
2: go
5: to college. Oh, just night classes. I want to be a bookkeeper. I like working in the shop well enough, but I don't want to be there forever.
0: If Saoirse Ronan can get a job in a fancy Fifth Avenue store, I can definitely find a TV internship. So early on in my search, I heard about a quote-unquote jobs fair in the city. I thought, yes, this will be my moment of discovery. I'll meet a recruiter and they'll love me. But, of course, that's not what happened. I was in a queue of 50 to 100 people, running half a block up the road, outside some three-star hotel, waiting to get into the function room.
2: One line against the wall, please, thank
0: you. Standing outside a job fair, in the absolute hissing rain. You should have brought an umbrella. Oh man, come on. The organisers made everybody stand outside in the lashing rain for about 45 minutes, letting the queue build up. Then, they slowly start allowing people to come in and meet the recruiters. All this fanfare outside makes it look way better than it is. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Cute for an hour and a half. After standing around in the rain, I eventually got into the fair. It was what you'd expect. A basic function room of a hotel. There was a circle of desks lining the walls and roughly half of them had actual recruiters. The others were empty, populated mainly with coffee cups and old informational pamphlets. It was about as miserable in there as it was standing in the line outside. The jobs were predominantly for pharmaceuticals, healthcare and the military. It was such a disappointment. I,
4: had to, I
0: actually queued up, right, I originally. Queued up, it was pissing rain so I went yeah, to I, Starbucks. The person I'm talking to there is another Irish graduate, Ryan. He's like me on the hunt for work.
3: I got here. It was like, geez, <laughs> I need more resumes. I only have ten. <laughs> I went and printed ten
0: more. Ryan's explaining to me here that the queue was so long he thought he would need more than the ten CVs he had, so he printed off extras. In the end, he only handed out two.
2: One line against the wall, please. Thank you very much. That was really
3: bad. <laughs> this will just go down as one of the days in New York. One.
0: Ryan said there, this will go down as one of the days New York won. He was right. At times like this, it feels like you're on your own up against the whole city. And on that day, the city definitely beat us. (laughs) New York does offer some hope in the form of a crowd called the New York Digital Irish. They run monthly events on anything from healthcare to fintech, communications, and marketing gatherings. Basically, it's an opportunity for people to come together from a variety of different fields and network, discuss ideas, or just go for a pint with other Irish people and eat free pizza. Why don't I let Gavin, one of the board members, explain?
1: We were trying to build a list of J1s that were actually looking for jobs. Then we were also trying to build a list of companies that were willing to hire. Trying to coach how to write resumes, interviewing tips, um, how to get out and network.
0: Now Gavin deals a lot with students and J1ers, and his experience has been mixed.
1: Um, Every single resume I got was just terrible. Like, no one cares if you're the manager of the under 14 senior yep. hurling team in your in your town. I, I have a one-page resume, so don't be sending me your nine-page CV. I get you. Uh, and it, it's really trying to drive home the fact that this one piece of paper is the most valuable real estate you will have. So you need to get all the key information on there. And just don't include the rubbish. Yeah. Like, don't tell me references are available upon request. I know, and network. The first night you get here, the minute you get off the plane, you should be going to a networking event. I truly do believe if you can come over for a year and survive for a year, it, it'll be the most valuable experience you'll gather. And I, I think you could nearly walk into any job when you go home after.
0: Hello, I'm a digital content producer. Yes, I've been working in TV for maybe five or six years. Um, and Hi Richard, my name is David Akin. Sinead suggested I get in touch with you. I'm a TV producer from i just it. moved to New York and I was wondering if you'd be free to meet up and connect I had started reaching out to people that my friends in Ireland thought might have work for me. No leads yet. I'm starting to run out of contacts. So I need a miracle. I'd met a recruiter for BuzzFeed, the internet news and trivia site. He liked me and my work, but when I explained my year-long visa programme and that I would need future sponsorship, he never got back to me. Another company offered me 300 books a day to film for them on an ad hoc basis. But when I told them of the training requirements in my visa programme, they never got back to me either. But then there was a job offer. It was from a guy who ran a spiritual podcast out of his sitting room, which also doubled as a massage parlour. When he explained to me that I'd get paid in massages or the next life, I never got back to him.
2: Afraid to check my bank balance
0: Late one Sunday night The fear started to set in There is not much left
2: in it I
0: had arrived with about $10,000 But now I had about two
2: I'm very curious As to where to go From here I'm very lost
0: Then, towards the start of November I finally got a break Oh God, yes, a break. Hello and
3: welcome to County Matters. Today we're coming.
0: Irish TV had established an office in New York and they were looking for someone to present for them. They agreed to sign my visa and then they agreed to hire me as an intern. Everything was looking up. I was finally sorted and I could get to making good video content. Then. Hello? Almost as soon as the phone rang offering me work with Irish TV it rang again to say that Irish TV was closing down. Thanks, bye. Oh man. Opportunity swiped away from me. What was I going to say? Uh, so a few things. Anyway, I just wanted to say hello to you. Really. The worst part was phoning my dad before he could hear about it on the news back home. And all... Uh, you might be hearing in the news that Irish TV's investor pulled out all his money oh shit (laughs) sign your visa before they left no 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 there we're going to do it this week
4: anyone else to sign it Uh,
0: I'm wondering around now at the moment just
4: be careful that's all
0: I may have sounded chipper and resilient to my dad but when I put the phone down I was pretty low The endless days of not being able to find work and living on dwindling savings, they were really getting to me. So it's another day of just sitting in my f***ing room, doing nothing, well, not doing nothing. Jesus, you just feel so useless. In the back of my mind, that countdown clock I told you about was grimly ticking away. At this point in November 2016, I had only another 30 days to find a paid internship where the employer would sign my documents. But I wasn't alone feeling like this. Hello? An old college friend, yeah, how are you? Adam, was also having difficulties on the other side of the country, in Los Angeles.
5: I applied to about 40, 50 internships and only got one interview, which didn't actually go well. Well, the interview went well, but I didn't get the job. One thing I find about this program is that it's not actually set up for the type of internships that American companies do. Like sometimes they're grand until you give them like the rules, regulations of the visa, and then they get really scared. They will do their internship basically when they're still in college. So the whole thought of us coming over as graduates in the first place is foreign to them. And it, of course, would be unpaid, which really we're not looking for. We're hoping to get a paid one. But so employers just don't want that at all. I would have rang up about 80 different like apartment places and they wouldn't take an international person on an internship programme. So it just was very difficult. So a month after arriving in the
0: US on a graduate visa, Adam gave up and headed back to Ireland.
5: I just decided that the best thing for me right then was to go home because I was having no luck. I was in a hotel and far too much money would have been spent if I'd stay there for a few more weeks. From NBC News, Decision Night in America. So, yeah...
0: That happened when I was over there.
4: Welcome to Decision Night in America here at NBC's Democracy Plaza. It is 7pm. It's too soon to project a winner in either state. But in Virginia, Hillary Clinton has an edge over Donald Trump based on the exit polls.
5: Trump has the edge in Georgia.
0: The peach state has been low-hanging fruit. And in New York City, where both campaigns would make their final speeches, concession and victory. About 30 blocks away from it all, was me, in the basement of a New York University apartment building, making a video.
3: My name is Austin Serio. My name is Katie.
0: My name is Antoine.
1: I'm from Washington, D.C. Sarasota, Florida.
0: It wasn't a job, and it wasn't going to be paid, but sometimes, when you get an idea, you just can't say no. And this was the idea. I asked a couple of volunteers, students from New York University, to agree to be locked away on the night of the election count. No phones, TV, radio or internet. When I let them out in the morning, I had a video camera set up.
2: The results are in. Are they? Yeah. I wanted
0: to record their reaction to the news that the whole world already knew.
3: Give me the presidency first. I think I'm ready to hear the results.
1: Really nervous to find out who
5: it is.
0: So the next president of the United States is Donald Trump.
5: Are you serious? You see, like it's not a joke. It's kind of just—it's like really, really disheartening. I think. I think it—it it proved that hate won. This doesn't feel real. Donald Trump is the president. He actually won. I mean, like, I don't—I'm not happy, but I guess I, I'm gonna give him his props. That's, he did it.
0: The video went really well. It even got onto CNN.com's homepage. The start of November certainly wasn't a high for me. But that day, despite it being in the depths of American winter, that day, the sun shone. And it was a welcome relief. For about another month, my life was simply typing, emailing, phone calling. The burner phone as well and the the scissors. and scissors And while I was in the middle of trying to get an internship so I could stay there for a year, I met up with Rachel another Irish graduate who is just finishing up her year in the States. I
3: brought two, two suitcases and that one's too small and ma'am sent me over one. so that's...
0: When I arrive at Rachel's Brooklyn apartment, she's going through a year's worth of, well, crap.
3: All the Barry's tea. I got Mam to send me oddlums. <laughs> <laughs> Farmhouse brown and scones. I
0: In the space of just 12 months, Rachel's gone from a newbie tourist to an experienced city slicker. I start
3: out, you're like, wow, this is amazing, and then you see someone taking a photo of something, you're like, God almighty, it's just a McDonald's Christ. <laughs> My God, bloody tourists.
0: As a big theatre buff, she's always known New York was for her. In just twelve months, she's gone from working as an intern for a photography magazine to an assistant for a talent agency, and part of the New York City casting scene. The graduate visa opened up opportunities for her that just wouldn't have been possible in Ireland. I
3: think there's 160 casting directors in New York City and there's five, I think, in all of Ireland. So it's like... Like, it's frustrating. It is an amazing opportunity and I think everybody that can do it should do it. But it is frustrating in that, like, let's say for my position, that's like... The highest job that I will work at for a very long time and you're made to like go back to the bottom and work your way back up yeah. to potentially not work at something that high again, yeah. which is a bit harsh, you know. It'll probably stand for me that I've done it, yeah. hopefully anyway, I would like to think it would anyway.
0: After that, she went back to trying to give me some packets of scone mix. Says December 2016. Things were getting desperate. I was going to the library every day to get out of the apartment and to use the free Wi-Fi to apply to job sites. Then, Christmas came early, when one of my applications came through. A video company came back to me and offered me three days a week as an intern on $50 a day. I know, not great money. But what was great was that they agreed to sign my papers which meant I could stay in the US.
5: Hello. Hello!
0: Then, just before Christmas, I had visitors from Ireland. You got First to arrive, my mam and brother James. Okay? <laughs> Every emotion.
2: Just be natural.
0: They thought they were in New York for a holiday, but within two hours of landing, my mum and my brother James were at a networking event where I was giving a speech to around 50 producers about who I am and why I deserve a job. Uh, I just like to say I'm going to go really quick through this because my mother and my brother have flown over from Ireland and the jet lag is going to kill them, and uh, they probably don't want to be stuck in a room hearing me talk about myself because they can just <laughs> wait for dinner for that to happen. So I just uh, I'll just go real quick. I'm just going to show you. This. I snapped a quick pic of my mum that night, and it's one of my favourite ones of her. Standing in the middle of a circle of maybe eight people, telling a story, holding court. I think, at this point, she was closer to getting a job than I was. And if I'm honest, I was a little bit jealous. Then my sister Sue arrived on the day before Christmas Eve. Now, it wasn't a white Christmas like you'd see in the films about New York Christmases, but Christmas Day was so special having my family around. Even if I did ruin the dinner. To this day, they still say it was the worst Christmas roast they ever ate. But A for effort. The best present of all was on St. Stephen's Day. Oh my (laughs) God. When my girlfriend Deirdre arrived. I wished I could say that I wasn't that excited, but I'd be lying. I hadn't seen her in three months, and when I saw her, I forgot I was recording, and may have squished the mic between us. It had been three months, and talking on the phone was fine, but it was still nice to get a hug. This was the first time that people arrived I knew from home. Seeing them getting onto the subway with me was odd like seeing something out of place, like meeting an old schoolmate in an airport when you're on holidays.
2: And the 27th of December.
0: Here's myself and my brother James, on the subway, uh, heading downtown.
2: David has been here for more- Of
0: course, he's taking the opportunity for a bit of mentoring,
2: Irish style. I think a lot of people come over here with the idea that they're gonna make it rich quick. Um, and the people who do that never do. Whereas you had a much more realistic view, you know, you were ready for anything, you are ready for failure. And it was quite good that you were ready, because otherwise you would be more disappointed. disappointed. I think it would help if you spoke Spanish. <laughs> open up all sorts of portas be, for is, you. A is, bit more deporta than porta. <laughs> <laughs> Deirdre,
0: what? we're going to the Irish consulate tomorrow morning, eight o'clock a.m. That's my girlfriend again, Deirdre. She had witnessed a couple of my friendly, but frantic calls to potential employers.
3: It's so hard because they can just kind of, like, oh, we'll call you in like three weeks. And you're like, oh my God, I'm on a strict deadline. Tell me now. But you can't say that because you can't look too like desperado. <laughs>
0: It's now the end of December. Bye. Time for people to start going home. My mentor. Before he left, James took me aside. Now, he's not rich. He works in an ordinary office, but he had an offer to make me.
2: I'm doing OK. I'm not Mr Jackpot, right. I'm not Marty Whelan giving out £25,000 on winning streak. But, you know... If you do need some money, I could, I can, I can, you know, send you over a little float every month, <laughs> a little, a little care package. <laughs> Bye. See you. Love.
0: Have you got your passports? And then it was my mum being, well,
4: mum. Best to look at everything, son. I'm saying the prayers to Saint Anthony, feeling. Uh, <laughs> the and
0: then I was alone again, naturally. But that was okay, because then...
2: During my first day of work tomorrow. Hooray!
0: First day, coming home from work. My first day was probably the rainiest day of the year, but I didn't mind. Yeah, I'm just walking home now. Rush hour is loud in New York. I comically felt like Andy Dufresne from The Shawshank Redemption. It went well. They seemed to like me. They had me editing videos, editing photos and stuff. Oh yeah, baby, I'm back! And that was the start of my New York City career. Working three days a week. Lots to do. Live for the weekend. Bed by ten. Book in my bag in case the trains are delayed. For three months, I soaked it in. Delighted to be doing something. Just even to be occupationally engaged. But it's March. I've got five months to go on my visa and it's time for me to do some sums. I'm earning, at the moment, $1,400 a month and I am paying out my rent, which is 1100 a month. Then you've got electricity, then you've got Wi-Fi, then you've got gas. Oh, and then every week you have to pay $32 to the uh, MTA to get the subway in every day. So, $140 left over every month, you know, to eat. So, some of you are probably saying, why don't you just go get a job in a bar and get some tips? Well, that's not how it works with the graduate visa. You're not allowed to work outside the field you've studied in college. So, I had to work in media because that's what my degree was in. However, I had a cleverer friend who had studied American culture and society in college and he was allowed to work in a bar because bars are an intrinsic part of American culture and society. There's a tip for you next time you're filling out a CAO form. According to the rules, all I was allowed to do was work in the three-day internship at $50 a day. But then, in February 2017, I got another internship. This time in an advertising company. It was for five days and they were paying $100 a day. That's just enough to live off in New York if I lived frugally. And it allowed me to put a bit aside to go on trips and visit friends. St. Patrick's Patrick's Day, baby. (laughs) No matter what's going on in your emigrant life, you have to stop and take time out for St. Patrick's Day. For me, I got back into a studio. Troy
1: Allen is an Irish-American, David Atkinson is an Irish-Irish person, and Kaplan is a dude.
0: I knew some comics who ran a pretty big podcast looking to chat to an Irish guy for St. Patrick's Day. Hey guys, how you doing?
3: Hey! Is this okay? I feel, sorry,
0: I feel like I'm on kind of like, like the X Factor here. I'm just holding up this microphone. You're just like directing me what to do. Well, because we gave you the worst microphone. Oh, of course. Because you're yeah. the
1: foreigners. Because you're a foreigner. yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, okay, yeah. It's Trump's actually, orders. Yeah, it's yeah. Like foreigners get the worst microphone out. now. Just,
5: Be happy yeah. with the microphone, yeah. not a yeah. travel ban. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, I started making comedy videos again. Hi, I'm Daniel. I've got a new
1: Google phone. Which means I'm better than you.
0: One did so well that it got onto the homepage of Funny or Die. It's a pretty popular website founded by Will Farrell. Hi, mom. Yeah, I'm just calling to say, remember when you said I wouldn't make anything of myself? Well, guess what I'm calling you on right now? Yeah, a Google Pixel. Yeah, and you just have a landline. You're fucking... You remember, Adam? The Irish guy on the graduate visa in LA who had it so bad he had to go back after a month? Things picked up for him too. After he had been back in Ireland for a month, he had another go at the US, and it worked out.
5: Like, when I came back over, everything was completely different. Everything was so much better, which was just weird. The first time was the worst experience possible, and the second time was almost the best that I could have asked for. I'm living the dream now, so all is good.
0: As the months rolled on and the seasons changed from spring to summer, I started to see the shift in the New York weather.
5: I wish I was a flame
0: It was pathetic fallacy at its finest.
5: Dancing in a candle
0: I lived my last few months very much like how I envisioned my whole year going. Travelling around the country with my new friends and enjoying my time. God, I'd say anyone watching my Instagram thought I was insufferable. But yeah, that summer was a very happy time. And I had enough money to live off. I wish I was a tomb.
4: You sang in
0: your kitchen The time melted away however moving from month to month making comedy videos on the weekend and working all week evening dinners with Irish friends or heading to meetups around the city It was such a great time I could
4: float around your town
0: As the summer made way for autumn it felt like a reset button was being pushed Move along and let the next guy in On one of my very last days in the Big Apple, before the mothership called me home, I walked down Fifth Avenue one last time. I'm back in Ireland, I'm in Dublin. Okay, so remember the coffee shop from the start of the program? Well, I'm back sitting in the same place I was sitting when I was feeling incredibly sorry for myself back in 2016, only it's now 2018, and instead of a coffee shop, it's a donut shop. So if anything's testament as to how much time has passed, it's the fact that I'm now in a donut shop. Life's going pretty good. I'm still going out with Deirdre. Uh, in fact, we're now living together. Uh, I have a full-time job. I'm no longer an intern. I'm working in the Irish Daily Mail as a video producer. So that's good. So what do I miss about the States? Uh, still miss the subway. Uh, I miss the, the energy of the place. It's infectious. But I'm also happy that I'm here too. I'm happy that I did it. I'm happy that I'm back here. And I no longer have to just think about Mam singing New York, New York. I can just drive down the road and hear her sing New York, New York. Over and over and
4: over again.